Welcome to the IASA Podcast Network. I am Rich Voltz, Associate Director of the Illinois Association of School Administrators. Today, our guest is Heather Kalamese, Executive Director of Special Education Services. The topic of this podcast is Idea Flow Through and Preschool Funding. Good morning, Heather. Please tell our listeners about yourself and your current position with ISBE. Good morning, Rich, and thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Heather Calamis. Um, I'm the Executive Director of Special Education Services at ISBE. Um, I've been in this role for a little over a year now, and um, I am charged with um, overseeing that uh, school districts are supported um, through in implementing IDEA regulations across our state. Um, in addition to that, um, our staff is divided between uh, two offices, one in Springfield and one in Chicago. And again, our role is to provide um, supports related to students with disabilities. What is changing with the procedures for idea flow through and preschool funding? The federal allocation process described by federal rule for school districts is not changing. However, beginning in fiscal year 2020, allocations will be provided directly to all school districts instead of special education cooperatives. Why is this change necessary? Illinois is complying with the U.S. Department of Education Office of Special Education Programs, otherwise known as OSEP, um, and sending federal IDEA flow through and preschool allocations directly to school districts, which are responsible for providing a free appropriate public education to students with disabilities. Will the amount of IDEA funds that each district is allocated stay the same? In general, no. The calculation for each district's federal IDEA flow-through and preschool grant allocations is not changing. ISBE will continue to calculate and post the allocations for each district on the funding and disbursements webpage. However, standalone high school districts that are members of special education cooperatives may see what appears to be a reduction in funds since preschool allocations will not be made to high school districts. What other procedures that are staying the same would you like to highlight? Supports and uh, services to students with disabilities will stay the same. It's just the manner in which those services are procured will be different, but students and teachers will still be providing supports as written in each student's IEP. So really, the process um, at the, at the, on the ground level um, should be seamless and you know, there will be a no effect at, at that point. It's really just um, an administrative procedural change um, that's really taking place. What is required of special education cooperatives in member districts? At a minimum, each cooperative must review its articles of agreement and policies and procedures and make any needed revisions. It will be beneficial to cooperatives and their member districts to make sure that they have an intergovernmental agreement, IGA, in place for purchasing shared services. Articles of joint agreement and IGAs, so the shared service agreement can either be part of existing articles joint agreement or a separate document. The articles of agreement differ among cooperatives. The level of technical assistance needed by member districts will also vary depending on the cooperative structure. Each cooperative will submit a final FY2019 expenditure report, and then ISBE will need an agreed breakdown of any computed carryover that will be apportioned to each member district in FY2020. On the, mem- on the member district side, um, a highlight is an entity that, ex- that expends $750,000 or more in federal grant funds during the fiscal year is required to conduct a single audit in addition to a local audit. Uh, 
Districts will need to look at the amount of all federal grant funds, not just IDEA funds, that will be expended through expended during FY 2020 and check with the local auditor to determine if a single audit will be sufficient. There are also, uh, there's a full table of roles and responsibilities for cooperatives and member districts um, through a guidance document that's on our webpage. How would these changes benefit cooperatives and member districts? I think first there's a better money audit trail for IDE funds that will benefit benefit both cooperatives and member districts. Tracking IDEA carryover funds will be simplified. Um, Unexpended IDEA grants will be attached to the district grants. Carryover would not apply to payments from districts to cooperatives for purchase services. Coordinated early intervening services budgeting and reported will be simplified. Tracking non-public proportionate share expenditures and carryover will be uh, simplified. Cooperatives will also have fewer responsibilities for grant application and expenditure reports. In addition, Cooperative IDEA Maintenance of Effort, or MOE, will cease to apply in FY 2022 because contractual entities do not receive IDEA funds. Any cooperatives with, a, with an expro, approved extension to FY21 will be responsible for IDEA MOE until FY2023. Member districts will also be able to track 100% of their IDEA flow through its pre- preschool funds in the Financial Reimbursement Information System, otherwise known as FRIS. When will this procedural t- change take effect? ISB will begin sending IDEA funds directly to school districts in FY2020. ISB is providing a process to request an extension to FY21 for cooperatives that can verify that they are unable to accommodate the procedural change in FY20. Is there an option for an extension? Um, Yes. Uh, As previously stated before, um, we are offering an extension um, through uh, FY2020 um, for cooperatives that um, need the additional time to make the procedural change. Where can districts learn more about these changes, and how can ISB be helpful in guiding districts? There are several places where additional information is shared. Under the ISBE Special Education page, there is a Grant Program tab, and if users select IDA Allocation Procedural Change, they will find a number of documents and resources um, that will assist uh, cooperatives and mem- uh, member districts in this change. We also... Um, make sure that we send out all of our announcements and updates to our through our special education directors listserv as well. So each special education director um, in the state does receive this information. We are in the final stages of recording um, a, a, a upcoming webinar um, that uh, cooperatives and member districts will be able to access through our website. We have also presented um, at uh, IAASE in one of their regions just last week. We plan to also present to um, upcoming IAASE regions um, throughout the coming months. And then finally, we also will have a presentation at the IAASE Winter Conference later on in February. What closing comments do you have on this topic for our members? I think it's important to note that this is a difficult change, and and I do want to acknowledge that um, cooperatives and districts, um, you know, will will need some time to make sure that this change is is done. Uh, I think smoothly, and that all um, you know that and that all parties are com- making considerations, um, so that when um, the funds do flow differently, um, that again supports and services to students with disabilities are seamless. Um, and it's also important to note that um, we here at ISBE are 
are more than willing to support cooperatives and districts throughout this process. Um, and so I'm excited to, to um, really offer uh, webinars and, and, and chances to um, interact live with our staff to help member districts um, and cooperatives, again, through this very, I think sometimes difficult change. But together, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful um, that, um, you know, everyone will get across the finish line um, by FY 2020. Well, thanks, Heather, for participating in our IASA podcast network. Thank you, Rich.